Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We've got pitchers on the move. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FPT in 5 on Wednesday, January 3rd. I am Frank Sample, joined by Chris, the Welsh. And we have moves to talk about. The Red Sox have been very busy, and uh, they actually traded away Chris Sale to the Atlanta Braves in exchange for prospect Vaughn Grissom. Let's start with the Chris Sale side of things. Turns 35 years old in March, isn't as dominant as he once was, but the skills are still there. The strikeout numbers are still pretty intriguing. The problem is the workload. He hasn't thrown more than 102 innings since 2019. The ADP since the start of December is 181 for Chris Sale. Welsh, what do you think about this move going over to Atlanta and that price tag around 180? I mean, I think from a team context perspective, how could you not love it? With with what Atlanta in general can do with pitching, what they do with their offensive support, what they're going to do with the defensive support. This is a good all-around move for any general pitcher. So the main question just becomes about, all right, health with Chris Sale. Like we could have arguments about stuff. The fastball has kind of decreased over the last couple of years. I will say his slider and his changeup this past year, even though there was a decent amount of time missed, they were more effective than they had been since 2018, the higher whiff rate on his slider and his changeup, but the fastball gets a little bit worse. So, I mean, that's a positive sign. That's a positive sign of a pitcher that is still doing great things with his or good things with his stuff now on a great team context. So you guys come to terms with it. Can you stomach the potential injury risk? I think you can outside the 150. I actually really think you can outside the top, uh, the top 150. I think there's still high strikeout potential for him. So I'm going to be a buyer on Chris Sale in Atlanta, probably in any format. I don't even think we need to contextualize the format of like, oh, I a little bit risk here and safe here. Just like you need strikeouts. Yes, of course you do. You like wins. Yeah. If you think he can pitch more than 140 innings, which I know might be a tall task, it's a really easy buy. Either way, the cost is pretty effective. Especially for that price tag, you can get Chris Sale as yeah. your SP5, right? And you know you can back him up with other high floor pitchers or whatever it might be. I don't know that I want him on the same pitching staff as like Tyler Glass now and Carlos Rodon. I, I don't want to have too much risk on one team, but if I'm getting just one or two of these guys just as like upside bets, I love yeah. it. And I really like the price tag here for Chris Sale getting out of the AL East, now moving over to the NL East. Let's talk about the other side of this, Vaughn Grissom, who uh, now joins the Boston Red Sox and their chief baseball officer, Craig Breslow, said that Vaughn Grissom will be the everyday second baseman. There's good contact skills. He's flashed some power and speed so far in his uh, brief career. The ADP since Dece uh, December 1st, 383. I think that moves up about 100 spots. Now that we know he's starting, he's going to get everyday playing time. I think he's up inside the top 300. Your thoughts on Vaughn Grissom? Yeah, I agree. I put him inside my top 300, my overall ranks. I think in most standard formats, he's a great bat to kind of bet on towards the back end. I'm not looking at him even trying to be like a middle infielder uh, spot for, you know, second base, middle infield. Eh, probably not. And he might end up being 
in in some leagues, like 12-man head-to-head type of leagues, maybe he's more of like a, a bench waiver wire bat to pay attention to. But as you mentioned, there's good contact skills. His actual batting average to expected batting average was in like fractional points of each other. He makes really good contact. We just haven't seen enough of him. You know, he he hit in three months in the major leagues last year. Two of those months, though, he hit really well. I think there's decent power speed combination that is just waiting to be unlocked. Boston is a pretty good hitting environment that I think it can happen. Projections early on have around 120 games, essentially a 10 homer, 10 stolen base guy. So you could see the path of where we can improve, where that could be much more fantasy relevant. So I think he's a decent buy at the end of drafts to pay attention to, especially with the uh, the pushing from uh, upper management that he is going to be the second baseman for the year. Worth mentioning, only shortstop eligible on CBS to start the year, but should gain that second base eligibility very soon. Right-handed back with the green monster uh, in Fenway. I I like it. I I like it for uh, Vaughn Grissom now getting everyday playing time. Let's wrap up with another move the Red Sox made. They signed Lucas Giolito to a two-year, $38.5 million deal uh, last Friday. He looked like a top 12 starting pitcher from 2019 to 2021. He's been everything but that since. Uh, So in 63 starts since the beginning of 2022, a 489 ERA, a 137 whip. The ADP since December 1st is 222, and even that is not late enough for me to target Lucas Gilito. Not late enough for me either. In uh, I'm almost having to stare at this to make sure this is a correct number. This doesn't even look right. He gave up 41 homers across three teams this past year. That's an absurd number for a guy that, I mean, whiff rates outside of his slider just all went down. He ground ball rate was the lowest of his career. I almost don't believe that number that I just looked at, but that's what it just said to me. And the splits across the three teams that he played for. I'm, I'm no interest whatsoever in Giolito. I think it's a, it's a maybe a fine real baseball signing from a fantasy perspective. It's someone that I'm avoiding. Maybe I'll pay attention if things do turn around. It's always maybe he'll turn around. If it does in spring, I'll pay attention, but at best a streamer. That's me though. Yeah, the strikeout should be there for Gilito, but between the control and the home runs, now he's going to from the American League Central. Well, he kind of bounced around in 2023, but to the AL East where he's already had home run problems, I just do not like the fit at all for Lucas Giolito's value here in 2024. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye!